welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I am, of course, Doug. Joined with me, as always, is... Kaylin. What's up, hey, guys? Kaylin. Episode 13. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. Didn't we say lucky number... Uh, was that for seven? Yeah, because that's Lucky a number thing too. 11. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I said that <laughs> as well. Isn't that like a Josh Hartnett movie I, from like 2005? I've never seen it. I know it's. I know it exists. I never seen it either. I could picture Josh Hartnett in it. I have no idea what it's about, but I could. Is it like the number seven, but you only see what's inside the seven? Is that the cover? I'm not leaving you hanging. I'm looking it up. So the movie does star Josh Hartnett. It is from 2006. Mm -hmm. It also stars Ben Kingsley. A case of must of mistaken. I'm already starting off like an idiot. <laughs> a case. I'm gonna keep doing it in that cadence. A case of mistaken identity lands Slevin in the, to the middle of a war being plotted by two of the city's most rival crime bosses, oh the God. rabbi and the boss. Slevin is Slevin is Josh Hartnett's character's first name. It's not a last name. Wow. Okay. Slevin is under constant surveillance by relentless detective Brokowski, as well as the infamous assassin Good Cat, <laughs> and finds himself having to hatch his own ingenious plot to get them before they get him. This movie's full of really good names, Kalen. So Josh Hartnett's character is called Slevin Kelivra. Kel- Mm-hmm. Ben Kingsley is just called The Rabbi. Morgan Freeman is called The Boss. Dude, Bruce Willis, Stanley Tucci, and Lucy Liu are all... So this movie is jam-packed. It's stacked. But it must yeah. have been <laughs> trash because I've never seen it. And that, I'm and fairly that's, certain it went straight to DVD. And that's, and that's, you know, me. If I have never seen this, which I watch pretty much everything, that's... that's you watch problem. exclusively trash movies. <laughs> like, so. pretty much. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, like, welcome are, to episode thirteen. We've now all, wait, pivoted. This on. is a lucky number eleven podcast. <laughs> first of all, you really read the synopsis as like an overachieving third grader in class. It was I. F- I felt like I was doing Kevin from The Office at the beginning, and it evolved into me trying. Can you just picture that child in class, like you knew? And I want to say it was like that bitch, like fucking Tiffany. As soon as it would get to her, she'd be like, once upon, like she, it was like a fucking <sighs> role she was carrying out. And you'd be like, I Shut up, Tiffany. used to stress out so hard uh-huh. when we had to do that in school, like where you would, each person would read a paragraph oh, or yeah. whatever, right? You know, so then you look and you're trying to count how the teacher is going to do, I hate, I hate to try doing to like figure a cold out, reading like that. To try to figure out what you were going to read. <laughs> And yes, then God which forbid, exact portion. And then God forbid somebody overread and the teacher was like, no, 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 go ahead. It's fine. And then you're like, And the problem with that. I didn't memorize what I exactly. was supposed to read. <laughs> yes, I've now been studying this half a paragraph. Like it's the <laughs> script. And if I read this wrong, first of all, everyone's going to remember it forever. Yep. That I'm an idiot. Everyone's going to remember. <laughs> They're going to be sitting at lunch with their little foam trays with a slice of pizza and like a scoop of macaroni and cheese. And they're going to be going, did you hear how Doug dry, like he read that yeah. like an idiot. And he like stuttered a bunch. He said Maybe. them instead of then. Oh God. What an asshole. But you know what? Thinking back 
about it now, I don't remember a single person messing up except for probably maybe myself. Oh, but mostly yeah, that's all I remember, remember right? me freaking the fuck out and be like, uh, okay, this is going to happen. I'm going to fuck it up. Everyone's going to hate me. And the real problem with it, too, is like you're not retaining the story you're having to read aloud. All you're studying is those three sentences. Literally, unless you're the first person to read off and like maybe you just don't retain that first paragraph, you're, you aren't retaining anything because you're just freaking out over having to read and then reading you your part. What? I have the prime example of this. It just came rushing back to me. In kindergarten, mm-hmm. we did a play about maybe Plymouth Rock or something and the Pilgrims and all that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And we each person, it was actually we were all just retelling a story. And each student had to stand up, go to the microphone, and read one sentence. I have no idea what the story was, but I remember my lines, Kaylin. What were your lines? Do you lines? know what my lines were? What? <clears throat> Who hurried away. <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> Who hurried away. Literally three words. Yes. Wow. And I'm wearing a, a pilgrim hat made out of construction paper. And I walk up to the microphone and I get real close and I say, Who hurried away? And that's it. Probably not making eye contact with a single damn person. No, no. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Probably just looking right at the exit doors. See, this right is why at the exit doors. This is why I don't understand why they have public speaking in college. Like they make it mandatory. Like you already third grade. You already tortured us <laughs> enough, bro. Yeah. Like, come on. Bring it out in third grade. <laughs> like maybe, teach kids how to write a check. Maybe <laughs> like force them to take a public speaking class if it like helps their major. Like if they're gonna study law and they have to make lengthy you know arguments in front of people of course but like Uh, for the coder that's like just leave me (laughs) in this corner and please don't bother me (laughs) like i'm pretty sure he could he's good without using a public speaking class you know he'll be totally fine uh actually chat and email if i was the coder i would drop that class break into the school system (laughs) give myself an automatic a and be like I did my public speaking. It's done. It's done. All right, guys, that's your plan. If you never want to take a public speaking <laughs> class in college, Doug, we've gotten so far off topic and we're only like a retired train, as they say on Comedy Bang Bang. This episode's already off the rails. Oof, yeah. Um, so how are you, Kaylin? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing all right. What have you been you- up to? Nothing. I went to the beach this weekend like I had hoped to do on last episode. Nice. And laid in the sun and read a book. I got a little color myself. I was in a pool then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's equally nice, though. It was. Literally. The water at the beach was freezing, so. Still. Oh, I know it's only, like, yeah. June, but, like, I was hoping since we never really got too cold this winter that like the ocean wouldn't be as cold like right now that's the most puzzling thing honestly is that it never was cold this this winter yet it was literally... like, i don't know i feel like spring is gone we're this is kind of like the, the <laughs> you know the beginning of summer episode spring is sprung. Where did spring go <laughs> it's sprung <laughs> <laughs> spring sprang sprung spring sprang sprung 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus ate it all up. Uh, there is none of it to be yum, had. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Give me your spring. Ooh, what are those April showers bringing? Mm. Mm. Mayflowers. Mayflowers. <laughs> Wow, all of it's connecting, though. We got the Mayflower, we got you in a pilgrim hat, which, like, totally, <laughs> oh, totally oh recall Kaylin. having lunch in elementary school and the teacher specifically being like, do you want to be, you know, a settler or do you want, or a pilgrim or do you want to be <laughs> an Indian? And now I'm like, wow, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that anymore. And I always, always chose wrong. <laughs> anyway 13 the mayflower episode the mayflower podcast uh i just started watching hannibal again how is that have you seen that before i've never seen it i've heard i only ever watched the first season i love brian fuller shows so Mm -hmm. i'm like very excited they just put it on netflix what are other brian fuller shows other Brian Fuller shows, Pushing Daisies, okay, um, Dead Like Me, mm-hmm. uh, American Gods. He sure. only did the first season, but he created the show. Uh, Wonder Falls, which Ooh. I love. Yeah. Um, what else? He's done a ton of stuff. He's written on other things, when, you know, like when he was first getting started. But Does... all of his shows have that like just beautiful stylistic qualities to them. Does Wonder Falls stream anywhere right now? Or no? No, Wonderfalls does not stream uh, anywhere. You know, I I think you got me the DVD, um, yeah. for the first and only season. Yeah. And I just I don't know where my DVD player is. <laughs> like I haven't <laughs> had to use a it's DVD like so in lazy. so while. I I bet you it's available on iTunes. You could just buy it instead of trying to find your DVD player. Probably it probably wouldn't be that expensive either. Probably not. No shade. It's that, well worth it. No shade, because that, that show really does deserve to be, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A million dollars. Yep. That's the one single word I was looking for. <laughs> it, deser- it deserves more praise, you know, than it, no, it, than it, it had does. gotten. Um, but I actually watched uh, King of Staten Island. Oh, oh, I wanted Friday. to see that. You so you didn't sign into my Amazon and watch it. No, I did not. I told I was you until we put the new TV up. Uh, Jaffiel, I told you you could use it, but now f- uh, yeah, forty-eight hours had passed. You only got that forty-eight-hour rental for twenty dollars. So oh, God, woof, twenty dollars. So you're the one person who paid twenty dollars to watch this weekend. <laughs> oh my God, huh? yeah. <laughs> uh, Kim, was it good? Um, did I say that already? <laughs> no. Well, maybe I don't know, but I'll answer. Um, so yes, overall, I really liked it. But again, like as you as you so lovingly put. I do specifically watch trash movies. I don't think this was a trash movie. I think it really had something going for it. I think there... I don't want to spoil too much, so maybe we'll have to save this for next week after you have seen like, seen it yourself. Yeah. But there are certain characters and there are certain plot lines that I just... I wasn't... I didn't understand why they had to be put into the movie. You know what I mean? Can I ask honestly the biggest question about this movie mm-hmm. it's a judd apatow movie yeah is it 
a half an hour too long. Uh, for sure. If you and, and you know that directly correlates with exactly what I just said. Like uh-huh. if I could re-edit this movie and re-edit and edit some particular scenes out, I think the movie would have yeah. been better for sure. Because there's just some stuff that really just didn't make sense. Not that I like hated it, but I was just like, I don't. What the fuck does this have to do with anything, really? Like, it yeah, just I I really like his movies. I'm not a huge Pete Davidson fan. But from the trailers, it looked really good. You know what it was? It was what? it was that it, the trailer was set to one headlight. <laughs> That's what the, oh, that <laughs> the one headlight trailer was so fucking funny. You could you could put oh well the scene with Bill Burr you're talking about in the bar. Uh huh. Yeah, that was really fucking funny. Yeah. But you could really so put stupid. a bunch of trailers to one headlight. I'd be like, oh man, you gotta see I know. this movie. <laughs> It feels like Independence Day. In the middle. Speaking of trailers, though, did you see the trailer for the new Andy Samberg movie, Palm Springs? Nope. Okay. Nope. I so, did read up on that movie. Okay, you did? Yeah. So for anybody who hasn't seen it, you got to check out this trailer. This movie looks so cool. It looks like almost, to me... Like part Russian Doll, the Netflix show, and part Wrist Cutters, that movie from Ooh, like the early 2000s. Yeah. It reminds me of that. So it's like Andy Samberg is kind of like stuck reliving the same day over and over again. Groundhog Day. We don't really know why or whatever. What? Groundhog's Day too. Oh yeah, Groundhog's Day. Um, and then he meet he, in part of his relive his day that he lives every day. Mm-hmm. In part of it, he goes to a wedding. And I guess when he's at a at this wedding, he meets this one woman in one of his lot in I don't know one of his experiences of that day, mm-hmm. and that woman ends up getting stuck in his loop. Okay, and is she and they don't is she really aware? Okay, so she is aware yes. that she's in the loop. She becomes aware. She wakes up and it's the same day, and then she goes to find him, and she's like, and he goes, "Oh no," he's like realizes like you came with me, didn't you? And she's like, "What the hell is going on?" Oh my god. That sounds really it fun. It looks really fun and really weird and like, I don't know. It looks crazy. I'm really looking forward to that. That comes up July 10th on Hulu. Oh, it's a Hulu release. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to worry about catching COVID-19 from going to a movie theater <laughs> to see it. Can we just have one <laughs> damn podcast where we don't talk about COVID? <laughs> no. 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 I mean, yeah, like still wear your mask, still all that stuff but like i i'm so over it kaylin we had four episodes in the beginning of this series where we talked about other things now all we can talk about is covid19 i think we mentioned this a couple episodes back too but remember that first episode where it was like starting to become a thing we're like we don't think it's gonna be a big deal and like flash forward months later we're we're like like, oh my god i got to leave my house today wonderful yeah we're like hunkering down bracing ourselves for wave two right now i know uh, i know yeah i i really like love to hear the silence while we like just moan in (sighs) agony over covid19 i really want to go to like a restaurant but like i'm really not in that dire of need to do it like you know I know completely I mean? agree like, with you. I would love to for sure, but like am I gonna be like, Ooh, well 
still might risk it now. I'm gonna be like, all right, I'll just wait another couple months. It'll be fine. I drove I'll past. Wait. We went and we got nature's plate today in Keyport Hello. to go, and we drove past particular restaurants that have outside dining right now. Hey, and they are packed to the gills. Well, listen, I think we should shout out nature's plate because it's bomb as hell. It's yeah. Is it all vegan food or mostly vegan food? Yes, all. it's all vegan. It's really fucking good. And if you guys are in the area in Keyport, I really strongly suggest. I just had it. I can't even, like, talk too much about it because I just had it for the first time, like, two weeks ago. But it was so, so good. They really have incredible, incredible food. Mm-hmm. So go check them out. Eh. So we're driving out of there, and, I like, we passed all these. And Kaylin, I'm like... Who, Are you passing who, like why? McDonough's Old Glory? Ugh. Yeah, I didn't want to like call places out and be like. I mean, cr- I it's mean, not you know, them. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like we are. This is phase two, and people really want to get out there. So like, how could you not kind of capitalize on that? Like, what your other option is to fold, go under. You know? I know. I, mean? like, I get. It. It's really, really hard line to tread. It's just I can't. I guess you know. I'm the stay home crowd then. Yeah. Fine. But, like, it just makes me so nervous that people are going to end up getting this. Ugh. Same. Okay. So, what else? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, wait. I want to circle back to King of Staten Island real quick because uh, my favorite part, and I hope you will agree um, when you see it, um, there's this actress, Belle Powley, that's there. I haven't really seen uh-huh. anything that she's in previously, but this is going to, like, push me to go see like and anything else that she's been in because she mm-hmm. was so goddamn funny i really think she was like the breakthrough star of that whole entire movie like she made it for me that's cool <sighs> but i was really hoping is is um what's her face good in it Mar- uh, Marissa Marissa Tomei. Tomei. how was she she was yeah. really good too i mean like <sighs> like i f- for p- part of me feels like Marissa Tomei is still too damn young to play like a mother figure <laughs> i know you know what i mean like even her playing um who was it aunt may yeah was like pushing it but at least she was like an aunt so i was like okay which i really appreciated the younger take <laughs> of an aunt which was fun but um i like i just looked it up yeah do you know how old marissa tomei is yeah she's old not like old, old, but like she's <laughs> older than you would expect because she looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But how old? How old is she actually? I would say like fifty-two. She was born in sixty. She was born in sixty-four. Okay, so fifty-six. Wow. Yeah. Fifty-five, fifty-six. Damn. But still looks phenomenal, and I still can't picture her yeah. as like a mother character, which technically she could probably be a grandmother at this age. Yeah. Which in New Jersey, her. she could be a great grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Coming for her own state here, <laughs> really, no prisoners. Anyway, um, Marissa Tomei, she she could be a New Jersey great grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> she was, but always, but always, like she she was really good. She was good. Yeah. Cool. Um. So another thing. I wanted to talk about was um, that me and my friend Kim both got our book club books. 
Oh, yeah. Or book, you guys or, picked sorry, up, uh, book of the month books. You guys both picked up Home Before Dark as well, right? Yep. Yep, she's... Have you broken into it yet? <gasps> I literally... Okay, so I just got it... What was it? Two days uh, ago? Two days... Yeah, two days ago. And I had mm-hmm. a babysit last night, so I didn't get a chance. And I was hoping to oh, okay. read it after tonight, but I am very tired. But if nonetheless, I'm sure I'm going to get a good portion of it out of the way this weekend. Because at some point, I'm going to go yeah. to the beach and just crack it open. I'm going to bust it open. Cool, cool, cool. But I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And I like that you're reading it. And I like that. I know. Kim's it's like we're it. actually doing the book of the month club. I know. Right? <laughs> now I'm going to say I'm really like intrigued about what July is going to bring and if we're all going to decide on the same one or if we're going to be like, well, I like yeah, this I don't know. one. Like, I feel like we should talk about it, you, Kim, and myself, and be like, uh-huh. I'm kind of feeling this, but if you're feeling going this way, we can go our separate ways, you know? Yeah. But if we all kind of decide on, on the same one, that'd be cool too. Yeah. Yay. Yay. More book clubs. <laughs> it's a cool... I know, right? Like, I just... Uh, <laughs> I feel like the stack of books that I have is just getting so much bigger. It's... And I'm, like, arbitrarily picking what to read, too. It's, it's so funny. It's really, truly comical, because I have everything stacked on my nightstand right, right next to my bed. So every time I'm going to sleep, I'm like, oh, this is getting I, to be a lot. <laughs> I brought home... We'll talk about this in the store notes segment later on but i brought home a huge stack of books this week because it was like so much good stuff came out and i'm like trying to get through that too that's crazy well do you think we should throw to our first song before we get to our next segment yeah absolutely let's do it all right you want to do it yeah why not uh song number one this week and thank you justin for these picks is one month off by block party
And that was One Month Off by Block Party. And that was one headline. <laughs> can, you, can you hear the sirens behind me? A little bit. I, there's been like, I don't know, crazy sirens all week, it feels like. I don't know. It's We're getting close to a full moon, right? Uh, a, Sagittarius, <laughs> a, a Sagittarius moon just happened a few weeks ago. But isn't there supposed to be a full moon? Oh no, it's like an eclipse or something this weekend, right? Yeah, I believe so. Summer. Summer. So this week, um, I wanted to highlight, because it is June, mm-hmm. which is Pride Month. So I thought it'd be cool if we highlighted some great books by queer creators or about queer characters that we have in the shop right now. I love it. I feel like I was going to be like, what do you think about that, Caitlin? Let's see. <laughs> what do you think? Doug, I think that's a great <laughs> idea. A <laughs> <laughs> so on our spinner rack in the shop right now, mm-hmm. we have it kind of split in half. We have some really great books by... Uh, black creators, and then the other two sides are queer are queer creators and characters. Say that five times fast. So there's like a, ton, I know, right? There's a ton of great, different, diverse, not different, but you know, diverse books Ooh, that you can check you're out said on they're our spinner different. rack right now. I'm telling. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug, I appreciate you, you know, um, putting the spotlight on, uh, you know. <laughs> What? I'm being serious on our LGBTQ okay. family, you know? So what do you got in store? Get it? So we have a ton of great books on our spinner rack right now. Honestly, like, I'm going to just rattle off a few, and then I really want to highlight some of them that I think are a lot of fun cool. also. We have Fun Home. You've heard of that one, Kaylin? No. The book by Alison Bechdel? Nope. Fun Home was turned into a musical recently of the same name. Uh, like a like it's about a, Alison Bechdel's life growing up in a funeral home, like a musical on stage. Her father was a ch- yeah okay. yeah like a legit Broadway musical. Okay, cool. Let me take one second for the sirens here before I. I don't know what's going on, craziness. Okay, so yeah, we have Fun Home by Alison Bechdel, who also um, you've heard of the Bechdel test. I feel like I'm mansplaining the Bechdel test to you now, Caitlin. Yes, I have. Oh no, <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Go off, Doug. So that, Allison Bechdel. <laughs> well, for our listeners have... at home, would you like to explain it to them or mansplain it to <laughs> them? <laughs> Can you explain it? You want please? me to explain it? Yeah, femsplain it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just case explain. It's just a representation of women, like how how much you know. <laughs> the Bechdel test. Is used um, to judge whether a mo- so a, a movie passing the Bechdel test would mean that it has two women in it in a scene of dialogue where they exchange dialogue for more than five minutes and they don't talk about a man. They talk to each other about things other than like furthering a plot for a man. Basically. There you go. You did it better. I feel like that's... Right? I didn't know how to how to put it in God. words. So we'll just cut this then. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> so we also have Check, Please, which is kind of cool. This is a book about a um, hockey team. Okay. About a young gay man who plays hockey. We have Saga, which features 
uh, countless queer characters as well as trans characters mm-hmm. and um, Jughead, who is um, has recently been um, it's been revealed that he's asexual. In the comics, did you know that, yeah, Kaylin? in the comics, in the yeah. comics, did they we have, did they reveal that in um, the Hunger? I don't know. I never read the Hunger that far. I don't. I don't remember either. I do recall I that I know it, and do. I feel like it would have to be either you told me or I read it in the Hunger because that's as far as I've gone with any sort of. Just before the Hunger came Archie. out, I had read and was obsessed with Jughead by Chip Zdarsky. Mm-hmm. It's like totally off the wall. It's crazy, imaginative series, and it's a lot of fun. Okay. I read that one. And I know that Chip Zdarsky had made a point to, like, let people know, like, hey, I don't know if everybody has really kind of noticed this, but, like, Jughead has no... Interest in you know, anybody. Real... Yeah, yeah. We have Shatterstar, the mutant. We have his original series in the shop. We have Batwoman. We have countless Batwoman trades. We have Iceman. We have all three of his series. Midnighter from DC. We got the Runaways, who, of course, have lesbian and trans characters. Dr. Afra, mm-hmm. who's a lesbian. We have Squirrel Girl, who features the unsinkable Koi Boy, who's a trans man. I love that name. Koi Boy? Unsinkable Koi Boy. And it's K-O-I-B-O-I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's wonderful. So this week we also got a, uh, a brand new book from DC Comics that is called You Brought Me the Ocean. Okay. It's from New York Times bestselling illustrator of Blue is the Warmest Color, Julie Moreau, and Lambda Award winning author Alex Sanchez. They present a coming out romance set against the backdrop of the DC Universe. Jack Hyde doesn't swim, not since he, not since his father drowned. Luckily, he lives in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. What kind of name of a yeah, town? Yeah, really. <laughs> Which is in the middle of the desert. Yet he yearns for the ocean and is determined to leave his hometown for a college on the coast. But his best friend Maria wants nothing more than to make a home in the desert. And Jake's mother encourages him to always play it safe. Yet there's nothing safe about Jake's future. Not Not when he's attracted to Kenny Liu. Swim team captain and rebel against conformity. And certainly not when he secretly applies to Miami University. Jake's life begins to outpace his small town's namesake, which, <laughs> wow. which doesn't make it any easier to come out to his mom, or Maria, or the world. But Jake is full of secrets, including the strange blue markings on his skin that, lo- that glow when in contact with water. There it is. What power will he find when he searches for his identity, and will he turn his back to the current or dive headfirst into the waves. Yikes. That's a lot of sirens, so maybe we should give it a I second. I know! <laughs> so that book just came out this week mm-hmm. for New Comic Book Day. So that's a brand new one that we have on the shelves. I also really want to talk about Young Avengers okay. by Kieran Gillen and Jimmy McKelvey. I know you bought this for me a few years ago. I don't know if you checked it out yourself. I know you no. like to say that... Uh, that I read... I, I like to... You take a little you know sneak what it is? sometimes. You know what it is? I, I have to read it to make sure that there's not too much mature content for my <laughs> nieces and nephews. It's a content warning. Yes. That's really good. Yep. 
Like I'm really glad that you're making sure that I'm not <laughs> reading anything too racy. You literally you suggested Doom Patrol, and then afterwards you're like, I think that's a little heavy with language, and I was like, cool. <laughs> I know you're like, oh, so I'm like, <laughs> don't put it past me, Doug, to, to check like he on plays you. Plays bad video games. <laughs> Anywho, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> we I'm talking about Young Avengers. Get back to it then. The most <laughs> I I'm like a Karen Gillan and Jamie McKelvey super fan, mm. so I was really excited when they came together to do this series in 2013. It um the group in question for this version of the Young Avengers was Wiccan and Hulkling, who are uh, both boyfriend and boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hawkeye, who's Kate Bishop in uh, this run, Kid Loki. Marvel Boy and Miss America. Miss America was a new character for this series who is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned one. This series. Uh, mm-hmm. Wiccan? Who who would that. Is that another new character? I'm not familiar. Wiccan is one of the children of um, Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Gotcha. Okay. He's like, he has sorcerer powers. Okay. Not entirely similar to the Scarlet Witch, but similar. Okay. So this is basically a team of young heroes that, you know, declare themselves the Young Avengers. Their power sets are similar to those of the Avengers. And uh, this series was a lot of fun. It was not very long, which is unfortunate. But uh, you can never go wrong with Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. I do like Kieran Gillen. I don't know uh, too much about the um, other author. Jamie McKelvey, I, like, he's, he hasn't been drawing a lot lately after The Wicked and the Divine ended, because he's working on his own new series that was set to come out this June, but I guess his sense got kind of waved around, you know? Gotcha. So he's, all the COVID he's an delays artist, and not an author. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's an artist who works with Kieran a lot. Yeah. They both did The Wicked and the Divine together. They did Phonogram together. They did um, this Young Avengers run together. Am I dumb, or does it, like, do some series have multiple authors? Yeah, a lot of series can, you know, uh, writers change all the time. Like, you know, uh, most recently, okay, so here's an example. There's a Catwoman series that we have on the shelves. Mm -hmm. When it first started, it was being written and drawn by um, an artist writer called Joelle Jones. And frequently she would just write it or someone else would write it, dip in and out. And now there's a new writer that's going to be taken over soon. So that, when it's character-based like that, a lot of the times... You know, there's always going to be a Batman book running. Yeah. They're never going to stop that. So the same person can't constantly be writing it. They'll write it for a little while, and then when they're kind of done telling their story, or when the publisher decides that they're done telling their story, they stop it, the book though? will move to a different writer. You want them to stop writing Batman? Yeah, take a break. You just want no Batman no books? No Batman. Last week, I think, in the shop, we had six new Batman books that came out. See, that's too many. How many things can be happening in <laughs> Batman world? It was Batman, Batman had an annual, Batman's Grave, Batman, oh no, Batman and the Outsiders came Batman, out this week. It's, um, it's Batman insane. Next time you're in the shop, like, <laughs> literally, you could sneak in a book called Batman Go to the Supermarket and you wouldn't even notice that it was, that it was odd that it was there. Right there next to Doug, Batman Begins and Batman all I think of, I have to make my Batman own comic Begins, book Batman now. Beyond. And then Bat- Batman Goes to the Supermarket, lasers shoot out of his eyes. But instead of that's it. instead of fighting bad guys with them, he just scans barcodes and he's like, "How much is how much was this cheese?" 
and he scans him with his laser that's, eyes. That's the laser power, <laughs> is he he can read um, UPC codes with his eyes. Exactly. Kalen, I would like to order that for six issues, Guys, this miniseries, I'm taking, please. I'll give you six I'm issues. I'm taking pre-orders now, put them in. <laughs> Batman goes to the supermarket, volume one. Maybe the... the volume one. Maybe only one volume. <laughs> Ballsy. Okay. Batman goes to the supermarket. This is like your Ernest series that you're writing here, huh? That was Megan. Megan thought the title of... <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, this will be your Ernest. Oh, like, you'll write yes. Batman. Batman goes to camp. Yes. Batman scared stupid. This will be Batman my... Batman goes to the supermarket. It'll be my Rushmore as well. <laughs> Anyway. So I got another great series up called Kim and Kim. I first uh, heard of this series in their most recent volume that they did called Oh Shit, It's Kim and Kim. Mm -hmm. I basically heard the premise and was like, that sounds cool. The title sounds hilarious. I want this book. So we ordered it into the shop and I ended up reading it and it was great. I, I remember you so talking Kim about Kim. this. Kim and Kim are 20-something besties out to make a name for themselves in the wild world of interior... Inter... Sorry. Jesus Christ. Mushmouth. Interior <laughs> In the wild world of... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Interior crocodile alligator. It. Come on, Caitlin, finish it. I don't remember. I drive a Chevrolet movie, movie theater. theater. There we go. <laughs> okay. Kim and Kim are 20-something besties out to make a name for themselves in the wild world of interdimensional cowboy law enforcement. In a massive screw you to their parents and the authorities, they decide to hijack some high-stakes bounty and end up in way over their heads. Kim and Kim is a day-glow action-adventure that's bursting with energy and enthusiasm, blending the punk exuberance of Tank Girl with the buddy adventure wackiness of Superbad if Michael Sarah was a trans woman and Jonah Hill was a, was a queer partner in crime. Kim and Kim is a bright, happy, punk rock sci-fi adventure that is queer as shit. <laughs> That is literally in the description. I like and that's that. from Magdalene Visaggio. That's wonderful. This book is a lot of fun. It's very cool. And it is punk rock as hell and cool as shit. Well, I think that's the one I'm going to have to check out next time I'm in your shop. Hell yeah. For all these and all other books I recommended, and I know that I definitely forgot some, be sure to check out our spinner rack in the shop. Yeah, and you're probably going to make a post, right? Instagram or something like that and yeah. just do a rundown of uh, what you got. I sure Show am, Show us Kaylin. what you got, Doug. Show us what you got. Doug, is it uh, time for song two? I think it's time for song two. That's all right. Song two this week. You say? Is Pink. <laughs> is Pink by Jeanette Monet. Doors. 
Monet. I love her. Me too. She's just like the coolest person. I don't know. Yes. Everything about her is just fucking dope. She's almost too cool where you're like, how does she exist? Yeah. You know? Like, I, like... I would be so afraid to ever meet her because either one of two things is going to happen. Either she's going to be so cool that I will in turn act like a fucking idiot around her or that will happen. Two, yeah. she's not as cool, and that just breaks my. No, not possible. Janelle yeah. is a celestial. She definitely is not of this planet. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Cindy Mayweather. 
<laughs> She's God. the Arc Android. Oh, Arc Android. That was so long ago that came out. Yeah. Oh, that's when she was like first getting out there. Well, at least first time she popped up on my radar. Tightrope, her and Big Boy. Right, right. Oh, that man, featured that so Big good. Boy, right? I think so. I think so. I believe I so. I love that fucking song. Anyway, we went years ago. Were you with us when we went to see her in Mm-mm. Connecticut? No. Mm-mm. At some college in Connecticut, and she was going to be playing in a park for free. And we just went, and it was so cool. Yeah. And I want to say we saw Janelle Monae amongst, like, maybe another, uh, maybe 125 people. That's amazing. In a park. You and Liz are, like, was king really, and queen of, like, really cool. finding free shit out to see people. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it's wild. Yeah, we all drove up. I remember sitting in horrible traffic, but it was, like, totally worth it. Totally worth yeah, it. Yeah, a little bit of traffic, drive to Connecticut, see Janelle Monet in a pretty intimate crowd, I take it. For free. Yeah. For free. <laughs> so this was our first week open in the shop. How'd it go? It's going pretty well. Everybody's wearing their masks, keeping their distances, you know, all that good stuff. It's cool. I'm excited that next week we're going to definitely do it, have an interview for the episode. Yeah. Because... It's like long overdue. We'll be able to get this show back on the road like it was. Back on you know? the tracks. Back on the tracks. We started off off the tracks and we're getting back on we're, the tracks. We went off the rails. On this crazy train. <laughs> nope. Uh, uh. I'm leaving it. <laughs> Thomas the Tank? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's at fault for this right now. <laughs> I'm going to blame you. <laughs> I don't accept it. I reject that link. <laughs> um, so yeah, any other shop? Oh, Doug, you're uh, the ribbon cutting. The Little Free Library will be going up this weekend. On Saturday, we're going to have a small little ceremony. Wait, Doug, can you insert uh, clapping here? Oh, hang on. Uh, vamp, Kalen. Vamp. That, you, that does not sound like clapping no, either. It doesn't. <laughs> I don't so want to talk about sorry. what it sounds like, Kaylin. It's rude. It's uh. uncouth. <laughs> well, that wasn't clapping either, Doug. Oh, Kaylin, this is not good. Anyway, oh. we'll edit, 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 edit. <laughs> I don't know where the sound is for that. Doesn't it okay, just say so clapping? Clapping. It doesn't say clapping. There's no clapping button. Hmm. I'm sorry. And keep that in there, though. <laughs> uh, that I'm sorry goes out to all of our listeners. We have definitely got and, multiple yeah. tangents tonight. So sorry. And as always, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. I can't find the buttons on the little sound pad. But So this Saturday, we're going to be putting up our little free library and have a small ceremony at 12 o'clock. We've had so many people, Kaylin, coming in the shop saying like, oh, when are you putting it up? All that kind of stuff. Oh Where's God. it going? I have books I want to donate. <gasps> and I'm like, we have so much stuff. This thing is going to be crammed stuff to the gills for months. First of with all. With free books from all the generous people in the shop and all of our friends and everything. I don't like the adjective you just made up with cram stuffed. That was horrible. Cram stuffed? Cram stuffed is no. horrible. Um, it's perfectly acceptable. Secondly, you're really going to have to clear out your back room and dedicate some space because I'm bringing up a bunch of books as well. I know, just like a bucket 
of free books. I'm going to be going there like all the time. Yeah. Just making sure that it's full of great reads for everybody. Well, that's a, it's very exciting. That's really cool. I like that idea. We put the post in the ground on Sunday. I and saw. And that went pretty well. I have a blister on my palm from the post hole digger. Well. But in the end, it will have all been worth it. There you go. And you're going to have like a legit little ribbon cutting. Is anyone free to come and hang out or just yeah, like see it? I just it? said before. Oh, did you? I'm we'll sorry. A small little, yeah. Apologies. Keelan, are you listening to the show <laughs> or are you just waiting? First of all, <laughs> fuck you. No. I'm editing that out for sure. Yeah, edit it out. Don't say those swear words to me. Mm. Are you going to be at the ribbon cutting ceremony? I hope so. I, like an idiot, so. like an idiot, I made an appointment to get my blood work done like three weeks ago and this was like the first available saturday appointment that they had and like the earliest a lot of like yeah a lot of uh medical stuff is like finally moving again yeah so like that's at 10 and and barring that i don't like pass out faint slash have a seizure i i will Mm -hmm. be there (laughs) but i think it's gonna be good because my doctor was like well she wrote on a script where it's like this patient must lay down and she needs a baby butterfly stitch thing or whatever it is i so and honestly i think that a lot of doctor appointments are now moving at the time and speed that doctor appointments should have been moving this whole time oh yeah for sure because they don't want you in the waiting room right so you're gonna have to like wait in your car until they call you up so now you're gonna get called up and they're gonna fucking help you and then you're gonna leave you know Mm -hmm. like it's i don't understand the whole like Go into the waiting room, sit there, and now we're gonna call you after like fifteen read minutes this, into your room. Read and this Vanity there. Fair from nineteen eighty five. Yes, this Us Weekly has Jennifer Aniston divorcing Brad Pitt on the front cover. <laughs> Enjoy that. <laughs> oh my god! Enjoy all these really bland photos and paintings of like a seahorse and like <laughs> a cottage in the woods. Here's what inflamed nodes look like. And you're like, okay. <laughs> all sorts of bizarre waiting room shit. That's so funny that you say that because I was at the doctor's a couple weeks ago and I was like, they really do have precautions where like somebody had to call me to come in. Then I had to take my temperature. Then I went back to a certain room. But then I had to mm-hmm. wait in said room after my doctor's appointment was done so they can give me a script and then the one nurse could walk me out. So I'm sitting there in this tiny doctor's office room and I like got up already off the little bed thing. And, but there's, it's like literally a four by four room. So I'm like literally just looking at anything. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, do I stand there like a complete weirdo? So when the nurse comes back, I'm just standing there staring at her. Like, or do I Uh pretend like I'm trying to learn about like the signs of a stroke like what do i do oh, interesting interesting <laughs> which i did I, re- I read all the stuff and i was like this is crazy i need to okay, get out so of here. what's like one of the major signs of a stroke Kaylin? i honestly don't remember <laughs> i think wow. to, to bring it back to the beginning of this episode i think i was so nervous about trying to act normal that I didn't retain any of that information. <laughs> it was just like, oh, uh-huh. oh yeah, that, that's a sign of stroke, sure. <laughs> anyway. 
Wow. You know what, Doug? What's that? This is really on track to be our best episode yet, I think. I think so. Lucky number Can't 13. Really Lucky number 13. It's 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 definitely definitely one of our episodes. It's definitely up did. there. Definitely top top 13 <laughs> if I had to say so myself. It's definitely yeah, it's in the top 13. It's definitely an episode we finished. We did the whole recording. We did, we did it. Yeah. We talked comics, we talked books, we talked nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> we talked Josh Hartnett. And what's we really and covered it all. What is a podcast if you don't even mention Josh Hartnett once in it? Am I right? Josh Hartnett was in Sin City, Kalen. Doug, Josh Hartnett was in Pearl Harbor. Shit, I was going to do that one next. Damn it. I don't Doug, know what else Josh, Josh Hartnett, Hartnett was, in. was in 40 Days and 40 Nights. Okay. Doug. Kalen, Josh Hartnett was in. Doug, Josh Hartnett was in The Faculty. Ugh. Doug, Josh Hartnett? Yes, Kalen. Josh Hartnett? Yeah. He was an O. Is he in anything anymore, though? Doug? Doug. Yeah. Doug, Doug, Doug. Josh Hartnett? Fell off the faces. Oh, wait, no, wait, hold on. I got one more. <laughs> Doug? Yeah. Josh Hartnett? He was in the Black Dahlia uh-huh. murder. Was he? He's a detective. Hey, Kalen? Yeah. Hey, Kalen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Josh Hartnett mm-hmm. was in Bunraku. I don't know. In 2010. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so I want to just, before we close out everything, I want to leave a little teaser to see who's listening. Mm-hmm. Next week, we are going to be getting in the 80th anniversary special for Green Lantern. And to celebrate Green Lantern's 80th anniversary, we are going to have all of our Green Lantern trade paperbacks and graphic novels and hardcovers on sale for 25% off. Holla. Holla. And back issues, all that good stuff. So we want to do a really big celebration for his 80th anniversary, and we're going to have a bunch of Green Lantern stuff for 25% off. So if you've been meaning to check out a certain book or series or whatever, be sure to stop in starting next week for all things Green Lantern for 25% off. We have a really cool tiki cup, too. Oh, I do love those tiki cups. They're so cool. That'll be part of it. I don't know which one I want to get, though. I definitely know I don't want to collect them all, per se, because that's way too many tiki uh-huh. mugs, for me at least. But I do want one. I have a Darth Vader one. That is it. Is it just... And then one that I... Is, is it, like, detailed? Uh, yeah, minimally. Okay. Like, you can tell that it's Vader, mm-hmm. and it's, like, in that, like, tubular design, you know? Yeah. Tubular, man. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, literally, of a tube in this. <laughs> it is tubular, though. Oh, my God, Doug. Where can we... Cylindrical where can, design. Where can we find the shop? <laughs> the shop can be found physically in Madawan, New Jersey. Physically? At 133... For me, Physically? physically? Physically, the geekery can be found at 133A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey. Hey, Doug. Yeah. Where can the shop be found online? Digitally? (laughs) For the shop? Digitally? The store can be found at the Geekery NJ. And Doug, where can they find you? Me? I've been at Dumpelstiltskin. 
And, and you came Kaylin, with... where can you find yourself? Me? Who? Little old me? Aaron uh... Mankey? <laughs> it's me, Angela Kinsey. <laughs> <laughs> and we're best friends. For me, you can find me at father underscore K-A-E. Kaylin, yeah. I'm going to put you on, on blast right no. now. Today... Mm-hmm. As of recording this, is June 17th. It is 9.26 p.m. Uh-huh. And I want your guarantee that if we hit 100 episodes, we will do a parody episode of The Office Ladies, Ooh. where I play Jenna Fisher and you be oh, Angela Kinsey. Okay. <laughs> if we hit 100 if episodes we... for our 100th episode, we will do an Office Ladies parody. Okay. For 100 episodes. And we're going to do it for... What episode of The Office do you want to do it for? Uh, dinner party, obviously. Dinner party. Yeah. Okay. Dinner party. You got um, it. I hate that you chose the Jenna Fisher role, knowing that it's uh, 100% easier than the uh, Angela Fine. Kinsey. You can be Jenna Fisher. No, you know I would be the better Angela Kinsey. You know you got those cards, Kaylin. <laughs> You're writing down all your notes on oh, your note Oh, my, my Kinsey tidbits? Kaylin, I don't know who this is for anymore. We got to say goodbye. (laughs) Okay, bye, guys. Stay safe. Stay well. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Geekery Radio Hour. We love you. Stay well. Bye. Goodbye.